Hi guys, welcome to episode 9 of Get This Cake Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful start of your week. And just to make your week a little extra special, I have an extra special guest for you today, and it's Erica. Hi. Hi everyone. <laughs> uh, Erica is like one of my best friends, and I'm so excited that you're able to join me this week. We started off as co-workers and now we are like, we can't even be separated. You're like one of my closest friends, honestly. So would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, I'm Erica. Uh, yeah, Janelle and I uh, met from work and I always kind of looked at her. I'm like, that girl's so pretty and so hot and nice and I just wanted to get her to know her. So I kind of like slid in one day. I'm like, I'm going out with my friends. Come. <laughs> And we met at like a holiday party and we went out that night and you remember that night. I do remember that night. Honestly, that could have been a point in our friendship that could have either make or break us. So you could have thought like this girl is either insane or yeah, I, okay. So to give you guys a bit of a backstory, our work had a staff party for the holidays and at this point, me and her weren't really, like, friends. We, we, we sat next to each other. We saw each other. We'd say hi. Um, but I remember just being like, hey, like, what are you going to wear to the Christmas party? And uh, we collectively, like, talked about dresses and whatnot. And after the Christmas party was over, we went to this club in Halifax. And I'm sure if you guys are loyal listeners, you've heard me talk about shit about Halifax bars <laughs> multiple times. And it was, like, minus 20. We were, like, in these fucking, like, skinny dresses. And we were waited in line. And there was, like, this guy behind us that started to puke. And I was like, fuck this. And I turned to Erica, who is my coworker, right? You know, at this point, she's, like, not even, like, a close friend. Just one, my, one of my mutual coworkers on our team. And I was just like, let's just, like, walk up a little bit. And security came and they're like, yeah, we're not going to let you guys in because you butt the line. And I was like, the guy behind us puked. And he goes, I don't care. You can go back to the line or don't come at all. And I was like, drunk as fuck at this point. And I just got this like ego boost. And I was just like, this is not how you run a club. Um, This is not what nightlife is supposed to be about. And pussy is power. <laughs> Like, where have you been all my life? So, um, if you guys, yeah, we, were <laughs> yeah. we were, we are, uh, burn yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm never related to someone as much as I did, uh, with Janelle, like, especially so fast. Like, we just like bonded instantly. <laughs> it was, yeah, those moments when you just like meet that other half to yourself, that like your other person. You, there's no turning back and like I'm so thankful for our friendship and I'm so thankful for our work bringing us together and here we are like more than a year later and you know this pandemic has been really rough for our friendship where you are in Nova Scotia and I'm in Toronto but we still make it work and I know that you're always there when I need you and I'm always there for you and at this point I think her family has just like adopted me like <laughs> 
so-and-so. He's like, I miss Chanel. Like, I'm she can miss her. <laughs> like, you're their other daughter. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm literally, like, I'm just waiting for Deb and John just to ask me to be their other daughter. Like, I'm waiting for this, exactly. this invite to the family. Um, yeah. But, guys, this past weekend was Valentine's Day. And, I mean, I didn't have a date. I usually spend Valentine's Day with my girlfriends. Um, actually, last Valentine's Day, I spent it with you. You and our other friend, Julia. And Valentine's Day and for we me. we hit the town. <laughs> we hit the town. We did. It was, honestly, it made me realize that Valentine's Day and all these other holidays are such commercial fucking days. And sometimes spending it with your friends is way better. Um, last year... We, well, you had Thursday off of work and you had the day off. I had to work and I didn't get off work until, you know, 11 o'clock at night. I was single, no boyfriend. Julia, our mutual friend, got these freaking red sunglasses from the dollar store. <laughs> and we were wearing in the club. We all just put on, the, yeah, we put on these sunglasses <laughs> and just went off and literally like there were i couldn't have asked for anything else it was the cutest thing it was cheesy as fuck and it was so much fun and this year you're not single you're in a relationship but you said something to me um on snapchat that i felt was like really freaking interesting so how do you feel about valentine's because last year you were single this year you're in a relationship what does it mean to you yeah, like, I've, I've always kind of felt that Valentine's Day is a commercial holiday. Like, you want, I feel like you want to feel loved every day of the year. And it's just like, I find with Valentine's Day, there's expectations on people mm. to do something special for their partner. And you should just do things for your partner every day or surprise them on a random day with something cute, you know? Absolutely. Just puts a lot of pressure on it, on people in relationships absolutely and how long have you like just for our audience i obviously know but like how long have you and your boyfriend been together uh so it'll be may um a year in may a year in may and what did you guys end up doing for valentine's day then well we're long distance so he uh he got a pizza delivered here which was really cute and i bought him a gift card uh, to get coffee so it wasn't uh, anything crazy, but it's so cute. If there's anything to know about Erica, gluten-free pizza is the way to her heart. That nauseous. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Honestly, I think he did pretty With well. With donair sauce. <laughs> With donair sauce, yes. If you're from the East Coast, you know what's up. If you're not from the East Coast, then you're definitely missing out on donair sauce. Uh, search it up. It is literally, it looks disgusting, but it tastes it so good. It's like, um, <laughs> I know it does. It's literally just this creamy white liquid, but we fucking devour it and put it on every fucking food item ever. Apparently it's, it's so like good. all the same if you try to make it yourself. So, I, I was, mean, you guys could try that in Ontario, but I don't know if that's what mm -mm, mm -mm. There's a Jesse's Pizza, which is like a famous pizza chain in the East Coast. There's one location here, actually, and I've yet to try it because I feel like I'm so scared. Like, my expectations for quality pizza is so high now. And, like, it's a weird thing that like a fishing community would be known for good pizza but Nova Scotia has the best yeah, pizza I honestly I noticed something this year and I don't know if you guys have let me know send me a message or DM if you guys have noticed this but because of the lockdown and you can't just 
you know, if you're not in the luxury of living in a province or a state that is open, you wouldn't be able to do your typical go for dinner or drinks or movie theaters. And I saw a lot of people started to celebrate uh, Valentine's Day early this year. And it was blasted all over social media, all over TikTok, all over Instagram of like what people received from their significant other, all the fucking roses. I don't care. Roses are romantic, <laughs> but they smell like shit. Whatever. Um, <laughs> like all these materials. And it's just like, it really like reminded me like there's this huge, huge um, pressure for people in relationships to make sure they purchase something for their partner um, on Valentine's Day. And I feel like on top of that pressure, because social media is so powerful, if you don't post what you gave your partner, then it's like, it looks really sad. It makes them look bad or it makes you look bad. And it's like, holy crap. Like I did not like realize this really until like I've been single because I used to do that. I used to make sure that like my partner had what they wanted for Valentine's day. I made sure they had chocolate. I made sure they had wine and I made sure to post about it too. Like I needed people to see what I got them. It's like, where does this mentality even come from? I know what you mean. And it just feels very fake. It's like, you're doing it for the show. You're doing it because you have to do it. Right. Like, it doesn't even come from the heart anymore. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And, like, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast before. I know you and I, Erica, have talked about this. But what are your love languages? Mine definitely are physical touch and words of affirmation. Um, That's definitely how I express my love. I'm very, like, kind of, like, needy when I'm around my partner. (laughs) I'm always, like, hugging and kissing and um words of affirmation mean a lot to me too like I think it's communication is very big for me so it's always important to say how you feel and yeah how much the person means to you yeah 100% and for those who don't know there's what so there's five right so there's um words of affirmation acts of service um gifts physical touch and quality time right I got yeah. all of them so for yeah, me minor physical touch and quality time so kind of similar to yours acts of service Mm -hmm. and like gifts are not that big of a deal for me and I've been in situations before in past relationships and I don't know about you but I've been with partners who felt that they could only show their love by giving gifts because that was their love language and not mine. And so on when days like Valentine's Day do happen or Christmas or even on birthdays, um, it, it can be really interesting if like your partner doesn't feel like you appreciate it, if that, if gifts is their love language, right? So it, it's really nice when you Very do true. match with someone who has similar love languages as you to know that, you know what, fuck what like social media feels, like fuck like what society feels, like this is what is important to my partner um, because that's how they reciprocate love and that's how they receive love. No, that's so true. And like, it doesn't even... People, like, don't realize, too, on these kind of holidays, they think it always has to be gifts, but acts of service are so important, too. Like, maybe, like, give me a massage, clear off my car, mm. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Me to an appointment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's really nice, too. I, um, I felt really guilty of it. I remember when I was, I was scrolling through, like, Instagram, um, with our other friend Tisha the other day, we were see we saw that Skims, like the Kardashians, they put out this lingerie set, which 
mind you, it was fucking gorgeous. It was all red and it was I all did pink. See it, yeah. You saw that? Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> um, side note, I come to realize that Kylie's the awkward <laughs> poser of the group. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but they sold out of their lingerie sets in one minute for pink and for red. Like, can you believe that? Wow. The power social media has on capitalism and consumerism. Like, it's crazy. One minute sold out of all their inventory. Yeah, it just takes some kind of holiday for, you know, that to work. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I personally spent it with girls. And, I mean, there's been times, like, like I said, last year I spent it with you guys. Best time ever. And I would do it again. Like, you know, if, if I'm lucky enough, if I have a partner, like, if I'm in a relationship this time next year, which I hope maybe if the right person comes along, I feel like out of my experience of just taking these holidays to just love each other and not have this need of like gifts, which gifts are nice. Like I said, if that's your love language, sure. hundred percent. But like being able to just show love and gratitude to the people that mean most to you can go so like, it can go a long way. And like, I think we really definitely should do that any day of the year. It shouldn't be a holiday to have to express that. Exactly. And like Valentine's Day as well shouldn't just be about romance. Like I wanted to do a post on social media about like all the people I love, you know, because there's some people that just need it more. Sometimes it's not your significant other. Sometimes it's like your lonely dad or like a friend you haven't talked to in forever. Those little things can make their day. You're so sweet, but I want to call you out for being an emotional Pisces. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Sensitive little emotional. We both have Libra in us. We do. Yes, you have a Libra rising. I'm a Libra. Okay, I'm a Libra with a Gemini rising and a Cancer moon. So it's a lot of air and it's a lot of water. My Libra keeps everything together. My Gemini makes me fucking psychotic. Sorry for all the Geminis out there. Love you, but you guys are crazy. Like the pussiest power night, your Gemini. Oh, my Gemini definitely came out of the pussiest power night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Baby. My Gemini makes me make, like, fucked up decisions. My Cancer makes me regret it. And my Libra pulls everything together to balance it all out. And you have, what, Pisces with a Libra rising. And what's your moon? Leo. Leo, yeah. Mm-hmm. My feistiness. Your feistiness, yes. I wish I had fire in my chart. I'm surprised I don't, but... I'm surprised, too. Anyone with Gemini, fire... I yeah, I know. Anyone with fire placements in my life, I, like, feed off of their energy. Like, I love it. And I think that's, uh, like, I don't care if you don't believe in astrology or not, but, like, you and I, like, our charts line up so awesome. Like, there's, like, I couldn't ask for a better best friend with, a, like, a chart that lines up with mine. And your Probably boyfriend's a Libra, too. <laughs> What's it like dating a Libra? <laughs> can be tricky in ways like I find like Libras are very good people but they're very indecisive (laughs) so that can be cause issues in the relationship because I find like maybe it's my Libra rising but I'm indecisive too so that can be hard and also they don't like conflict Mm. and I don't mind conflict so if I need to say something if I need to communicate something I'll cause a conflict and they kind of resent that so that can be kind of tricky too I I guess maybe I'm not a true Libra at heart because I don't mind a little conflict in there (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind confrontation I should say because if I feel a certain way about something I say it I feel like 
if that wasn't the case, I probably wouldn't have a podcast to begin with because I have a big mouth with a lot of words to say. But like... <laughs> Libras can be a little bit difficult to date sometimes, but they're also really like they're true lovers. They really are. If you have captured the Libra's heart, like they will do anything for you, but they will do anything for you. We will do anything for you. We'll bend our back backwards for you, but we're yes men. We say yes to everything. That is so true. Yeah. They're people pleasers. So outside of Valentine's Day, since Valentine's Day is not that big of a day in your relationship, what was probably the most romantic thing that you guys have done? I mean, we've obviously gone on like the cute romantic dates, like, you know, for dinner and like um, a beach day and like all those kind of things. But I like my favorite thing is just to like lounge in bed all day and watch tv and like have a couple drinks like those are my favorite kind of nights and we just like lay in bed and like hold hands all day in bed which is cute and honestly on my on for christmas uh he got me a gift and it was so cute it it was like the the night out and hangover kit so he got me like all my favorite drinks and then all my favorite snacks and then he brought me like Advil like and Gatorade like for the next morning oh my god that's amazing that's so thoughtful oh that's so sweet it wasn't your classic chocolate and roses but it was like it was just cute that's oh my gosh I like I love doing that stuff even like with partners. I also like doing that with my friends as well. Like I remember your birthday last year. I like showed up at like 9 a.m. with like a bottle of like Prosecco and like mm-hmm. all your favorite chocolates. That's the best birthday. <laughs> so sweet though. Like I feel and that's what love really should be about. That's what, you know, and it really just comes down to like understanding your partner and understanding your partner's needs. You know, I don't have anything against those lavish gifts if that is like your love language and your uh, significant other understands that. But those moments and those memories that you can make just by doing the simple things, as long as the connection is there with that person, it can be so romantic. It can mean way more than anything else, you know? Yeah, little like little gestures like that can just mean a lot. It doesn't have to be a big grand show. Mm, absolutely. I re- I'm, you know, at the beginning of like my last relationship I had, like we went on a lot of lavish big trips and dates, which were nice and they were romantic. I think they were romantic not necessarily because of the um, the places that we were going or the destinations, but because the connection with the person was there. And then as the relationship was starting to become dead and the love started to die off, those things didn't matter anymore. And those, those trips and those gifts were actually, they made me feel really bad. It's like, why do I want to receive this from someone that like the love isn't there with us anymore? So exactly. like, it just seems forced. Exactly, exactly. So and that's the, why I don't love social media. Sometimes when people have to show all these gestures and show all these trips and everything because it just almost seems fake sometimes that they're pushing in. Mm, yeah, I feel like it's a bit of two things. When I see that, you know what, celebrate love, celebrate the person mm-hmm. you're with. Um, but when you only post that type of stuff, like on holidays, I sometimes feel it's either you need to show the world that you're in a relationship. You need to show the world that you have someone and you also need to show what you're capable of being able to provide as if it's some sort of competition. And I'm like, 
That's what? what it feels like sometimes that social media is a competition, and we're all guilty of it. I'm not going to sit here and say I've never, like, posted anything like that, right? Mm, we're all absolutely. guilty of it, but it's just something to be mindful of, especially because social media can be triggering for a lot of people. Like, I often think about that sometimes on, like, Father's Day, like, some people have lost their father, or Valentine's yeah. Day, maybe you just got out of a toxic relationship or an abusive relationship. Yeah. You just have to be kind of mindful of how it can be portrayed and I just kind of wish people posted more real things about Mm. the things going on in their life even if it's negative and once again I mean I don't always do that either but I wish it was just more I don't know it was just more ingrained in society that that was okay that's such a great point to make I never even really thought about that about like how certain things could be triggering um I was also thinking about like, you know, when we look at even the current situation we're in now, like not everyone's in a financial um, capability of being able to provide those materials. So you could have that pressure of like, oh, if I don't get you anything or if I don't get you this lavish gift, do you, will you feel that I don't love you? Like is love really measured with those items, right? So Exactly, especially if they see things all on social media, like, wow, I didn't do that for my partner because I couldn't afford it. And they feel guilty. It makes you feel bad about yourself and it just shouldn't be that way. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, (laughs) I'm definitely guilty of being highly influenced on social media as well Um, with someone with a platform. Um, you know, I have my regular account, I have my modeling account, I have this podcast account, I have TikTok, I have Snapchat. It's really, (laughs) it's really, really hard not to feel a certain way, but being aware of it is like probably the first thing that you can bring your attention to. And that's the thing. I'm not sitting here telling people what to post or what not to post. It's more so just to be mindful of everything, right? Yeah, absolutely. How have you guys been able to keep like the romance like alive during long distance? Because a lot of your relationship was like long distance. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of phone calls, a lot of FaceTime. So um, every night now, um, we have a favorite show that we watch. It's super. It's called Supernatural. It's like an old show, but we like to watch it. And uh, so he figured out how to do like a watch party on Amazon Prime, and we both oh, put wow. on. And we both use our like Bluetooth headsets to talk to each other while oh my god, the background noise. So, That's so we're awesome. Just, like, we're together while we watch it, because we can like you know make little comments about the show. So that's kind of nice because we're used to watching it every night, like in bed. But since we can't do that, those little things like mean a lot, you know. That's so cool. I did, I actually had no idea you guys were doing that. I um I had an episode with um my girlfriend in Alberta about long distance friendships, and we talked about like Netflix party. Um, I'm sure you remember yeah, me trying we to. We should do more often. We actually. should. We should. Yeah. Uh, but then no, that's awesome that you guys are doing that on. It, you said on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. Prime Video. That's so yeah. dope. That's so cool. Actually, speaking of Amazon, there's so much shit I need to go on, on Amazon. Guys, absolute <laughs> side note, like, I like to keep you updated on my, like, life and my life throughout the week. But I bought these freaking TikTok lights that everyone has. So they're LED. They change colors. Uh, I bought them at Walmart, and I highly, highly, highly do not recommend to purchase them. They do not connect to each other. And it yeah, was, like, what was the point of that? I that's don't. That <laughs> I was just see. That's what I mean. I'm highly influenced by social media. 
That just proves your point. Everyone's posting about them. Oh, I'm the worst with that too. Did you see that sky high mascara that all the people on TikTok? Yes. I've been like looking for it forever. I'm like, my lashes are gonna look so glamorous. I know. Zendaya <laughs> did it like a commercial on like TikTok for them. I was like, I need them now. Um, I know. It's and like you know like when you're at walmart too and you like everything at the cash like i just get so distracted and tempted by everything there and i know that's like a, a scheme so that you'll buy things when you're waiting but i, I fall for that <laughs> i fall for it but i'm like fuck it whatever live my life like <laughs> money comes and goes it's fine I'm so hypocritical i'm not gonna like sit there and say resistance <laughs> <laughs> And like I feel like sometimes we're even guilty like that with our friends. Like we see our friends that, that got something like we all got it. Like feel as white sneakers, we all got those. Like, yeah. like tie dye like two piece ja- uh, joggers. We ha- oh my all had to God. get it. Yeah, like tie dye trend. Tie dye trend. We all did it. Um, but what I was trying to say was I did see on Amazon this thing that you can get, which is so cute for couples. It's so nerdy. It's so cheesy. But it's this little box. And he has to get it and you have to get it. Um, and you can send a little digital message and it will beep when there's an incoming message. Oh, that's cool. It's so cute. It's like, you know, obviously you could just text them, but like it's, it's more of it's a physical thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys had a great week. Whether you had a Galentine's, a family times, or a Valentine's, but whoever you spent your Valentine's with on the weekend, I'm just really hoping that they were able to make it special based on what you enjoy and what your needs are and same thing for your partner. And yeah, just remember to tell the people that you care about in your life that you love them any opportunity you get, whether it be Valentine's Day or their birthday or anniversary. Don't have to wait for a holiday to make that moment special. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for joining us this week, Erica. I love you. I love you more. (laughs) And remember, baby. baby. Okay, wait, before we go, we have to explain this. So I feel like me and her are more in a relationship than anyone else. But like at the beginning of quarantine, I'm just going to just quickly explain this. So the beginning of quarantine, if you guys ever watch Love is Blind on the topic of love, it's a really fun show. If you haven't watched it yet, it's great for like trying to date during uh, during quarantine. Because you basically have to fall in love with a person without seeing them. So you go into these pods and you match with these people that are compatible with you. Fast forward, there's this girl named Jessica and a guy named Mark and another guy. What was his name? Yeah, so his name was Barnett. And Jessica was in love with Barnett but settled for Mark because Barnett didn't want her. And she got really drunk in one of the episodes. Long story short, there's this small scene that we keep on fucking making fun of. And she's like drunk she says oh like barnett is so hot and sexy and then mark is like why would you say that we're getting married in a week (laughs) and then he goes to sleep on the couch and then jessica says you want to say it with me she's like begging for him to come back in the bedroom she's like Baby! Baby! And we just die laughing at this part. And every time we see each other, we just go, baby! Anytime I answer the phone, it's baby. Baby. <laughs>
It's an insider joke. We've gotten a lot of our friends and significant others. Oh, anyone who knows us, it says baby now. So, yeah, yeah. if uh, if you need something, need some romance, need a good laugh, need, you know, want a good Netflix show to watch, definitely watch Love is Blind. It's, like, literally our favorite show. Um, it's just really entertaining. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Honestly, it's a trashy reality show, but it's so funny. <laughs> I live for trashy reality shows. I, like, literally, I cannot wait for the last season of Keeping Up, Kard- Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Like, it's all bullshit. It's probably scripted. It's definitely a bunch of media stunts but i'm ready for it i am so ready i wish my life was a reality tv show (laughs) (laughs) right because like i don't know especially like when your life becomes kind of boring you're like this is so interesting (laughs) right i know but your life doesn't have to be boring if you uh find good friends like someone like erica and remember guys you can have your cake and you can eat it too (laughs) love you (laughs) 